0: The personal jukebox podcast, Jukebox Podcast Eva. Um I'm here with Stuart Boyd. How are we doing? Very well, very <laughs> special. Good to see you, sir. <laughs> good to see you as well. Sounds a to pound. We're going. This is gonna be the first time we're hitting an album. It's gonna be Pearl Jams Vitalogy. allergy. Yeah, I you always get got that run. Pronunciation right. Yeah, I no. Um yeah, Pearl Jam's Vitalogy, Um, an album I bought I think on release day in ninety-four. Um, it was released, what, December the 3rd, 94, over here? I bought this album in Canada on
1: holiday. Oh, really? Sc- I was in school. No way. In yeah. Canada? Not in school in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Canada, school age. Okay. You know, pounds and pence count. Oh. Tape was cheaper, so... Okay, so, did we decide this was a 13 or 14 track bad boy? 14. 14. To be, it was a 13 tracker because for the longest period of time, I had no idea about Hey, Foxy, my panda mama. That's me.
2: Seven the, minutes
1: uh, experimental seven-minute closing track featuring Jack Irons, who replaced uh, Dave Abruzzese as drummer.
0: Yes, before yes. the
1: album came out,
0: superstar Dave. Absolutely, <laughs> huh? absolutely. Who yeah. we'll get onto in great detail. Cause oh I think God, yeah. You and I are both fans. Yeah, man. Honestly, I'm. That was one thing, looking back at this, I thought, yeah, fair play to uh, Dave. I yeah. thought he would get the shitty end of the stick, to be honest. Completely. Yeah. Completely. I
1: think him and Jeff, probably the tightest rhythm section that the band ever had throughout its several drummers, and could the tension within the band have something to do with that? I think that shows itself in a couple of the tracks here.
0: Most probably. I think he's, he manages drumming, as you say, it's really tight, it's really good, he holds it together proper. Letting people know straight up, after this album, I kind of fall off a cliff a bit with uh, listening to Pearl Jam. Uh, I listened to No Code. I've dipped in and out. I heard they released a a new album in the last couple of months. Yeah, very recently.
1: One I haven't deeply explored myself, to be honest. On first couple of listens, it's... Are you a fan? It's the best for... Ten years or so. Oh, really? Probably, probably the best since the uh, self-titled Avocado. But I think they probably went a little too far down that road with their okay. return to their roots and kind of stuck on that track through Backspacer and Lightning Bolt, and it just became Diminishing Returns at that point.
0: Oh, I mean, I heard the. I think there was two tracks that were on to listen to, and I wasn't particularly a fan of the two tracks. But it's 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 gone out of my tastes now. I out think. Definitely. Yeah, and you've seen them live, haven't you?
1: Six times now.
0: Six times. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't seen yeah. them live. So if I start
1: talking about certain songs with reverence, that seems like over and above what they're what they're due within the rest of the album. Yeah. it's because they're the few ones I haven't seen live, so they're <laughs> on the uh, they're on the bucket list.
0: See, yeah, that's the kind of thing with with a band like this, especially. Um, they were such. I oh know, influenced by UK bands, The Who, big. Big influence on Edda, especially, yeah. yeah the Who and the Beatles as well. Around this time, well, they were having the whole Ticketmaster thing, weren't they? So there was no UK tour as such to support this album when this one was released. I would say
1: Pearl Jam are my favourite band.
0: Not oh, your. Oh, they are your band. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Not the objectively the best band that I'm a fan of. Yeah, yeah by any yeah, yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's a couple of things. One being that. I've aged with them, really, so grown thematically, up with them. they've been at the same place I've been at. Yeah, 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 um, grown up with them. Yeah, and the other thing really being when I first kind of got into the Seattle scene, smashing pumpkins, nine-inch nails, yeah. so on and so forth, you know, I'm so glad of uh, the in-betweeners. I'll tell you why I love the in-betweeners. <laughs> because there's now a word right, yeah. Yeah, there's a word for what I was at school Yeah, that word just didn't <laughs> exist before <laughs> and I think you had certain crowds and you, your identities so your sense of self when yeah, you're in school yeah, yeah. is so tied into your cultural choices like oh, a football definitely. team and your music's a big part of that and really I didn't love being in school so um, I wanted to be somewhere else and why you had Blur and Oasis and they is, were... How
0: many years younger than me are oh you? Yeah? How old are you? 42. Two. Two years younger. Yeah. Are you only two? No, yeah. I thought you were three. Two and some change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. and some change. Okay, it still yeah. starts with a three. Yeah.
1: <laughs> still starts with a three. Yeah. But I don't want to use the term zeitgeist, because I hate the word.
0: But <laughs> I used that in the last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it slipped out, but yeah. I know what yeah. you mean. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I, I hate to use the word, but yeah. it encapsulates what Britpop was. Yeah. And I think at that time, you had to, uh, you had to pick your side. Britpop... But its very nature sounded like Britain and
2: mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm, who love the mm-hmm. school,
1: love the environment yeah. and all that. They were there. They were in it. And Seattle, pumpkins, yeah. nine-inch nails, yeah. Pantera yeah. sounded like another place. You know, you hear so many people say it spoke to you on this level. I don't mm-hmm. think you really, your sensibilities are that well-formed. It just It's something you can't explain at that time. Yeah. So they were kind of my horse.
0: Yeah, they they were your, um, see, I was just going to say that, and when I went to buy this CD, now, this is one thing about this, straight away, hate the box, hate the box, didn't fit in with your other CDs, you had to put it in that way, the, the side way round so it stuck out instead of putting it yeah. like that, because it's like yeah. slightly smaller. When I went to buy this from, I think it was Music Junction at the time. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, Music Junction. I bought this and definitely maybe at the same time. So that fits in completely to what you just said.
1: I mean, I'm a psychologist, so, um, (laughs) yeah, so... With your prefrontal cortex not being um, <laughs> not being fully developed till the age of twenty five, you do kind of pick a side, and in retrospect, that's really, really dumb, really, really <laughs> stupid. I mean, if you, if you got when I was twenty one years old, I was at Leeds, and you do kind of reconcile the two ways where, where you pick the good stuff and bad stuff out. Two
2: thousand
1: two in Leeds, I was twenty one years old, yeah. and the second night. The Saturday night we stayed around the fire, drinking tins of Boddington's uh-huh. and pulp on the main stage, and I had no interest. <laughs> and <laughs> now I just think you absolutely luddites. You were less than half a <laughs> miles walk from where you could see pulp for free, and you just passed it up because it was cultural identity. Yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah. were grunge or Britpop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
0: like you were Blur or Oasis. And the yeah. correct answer
1: to that question was Pulp. I know you disagree.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, yeah. I, I prefer Pulp over Blur. I've, I've gained a new. Um, a respect for Pulp over the past, I don't know, say over the past decade. Yeah, I like a lot of their stuff now. Yeah. A lot, yeah. whereas I didn't like it as much yeah. back, you know, in the day when we were we were drinking and things like that yeah. or before when they were around. Yeah. If I come back, let's do his and hers. His and hers? Yeah, yeah his and hers would be a good one. Absolutely. E- even though, and I'll say this right now, this is, this is the guy now I've got on the show who I want to do OK Computer with.
1: All oh, sold.
0: Yeah, right. When I was thinking of doing this, and I had people in mind for various albums and stuff like that, I thought of you straight away to do OK Computer. I know, you're a big radio head fan. Oh, yes. I saw a post somewhere you'd put on uh, social media, and you were rating it super high. Yeah? and I Man, um, I didn't... Uh, you know, I'd listened to the, the release tracks around the time. I'd, I would have listened to the album, but didn't really come back to it at all. I've listened to it a lot of times since then. Got a little bit m- more into it, but I don't know. We're, we'll 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 get to that though. We're on the, we're on this album now. Sorry, we, we're getting off thing. Right, yeah. So this was released December third, nineteen ninety four, in the UK. Um, it was two weeks. Do, 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 do.
1: Yeah, with re- that? you've done the research. Yeah,
0: it was two weeks. Uh, they released it two weeks early on a vinyl. Yes. Yeah, and then released it on tape and CD later. Just to come back because 80 plastic.
1: Yeah, just to come back to what you've said about the uh, the box and the cover. Yeah, I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna tell a little embarrassing, um, go for it. a little embarrassing story when we get to track two. Oh yeah, um, about misconceptions, and then it may or may not turn into a rant about the way you uh, consume <laughs> music. Um, In this day and age.
0: (laughs) Before we hit that, it came out uh, a couple of weeks earlier than that, November 22nd in the US. Um, The album was uh, originally going to be called Life. Um, I believe so. Early pressings of the Spin the Black Circle single. Came out before the album, I think, a couple of weeks before. Um, Apparently had on the back from the album Life. And that's made them somewhat a bit of a collector's piece, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not
1: something I was aware of. I did read somewhere that the um, the title and the cover came from uh, an anatomy textbook. That, that makes sense. Of the, some band, the Stuff in it. Yeah. One of the band found in a charity shop somewhere.
0: That makes sense. Looking looking through. I mean, as I say, I've got the original one, so you're going through, it and it is just bleak pictures of body bits and you know all that kind of stuff. Um yeah, before we hit it, before we go to the tracks and stuff. What do you think was the top single? What was t- number 1 in the UK when this song this this album came out?
1: Top single in the UK. What was
0: the number 1 song in the UK? 1994.
1: 1994. Probably some kind of Eurodance three minutes (laughs) extravaganza akin to two unlimited
0: okay try try this this for size try this for size you'll remember it are you there yet? Think so, baby D. This is for you guys. I'm gonna. Yeah, here we go now. Yeah, you're loving it.
1: As if to illustrate like, between us points, even further. I, I don't, don't think Morning <laughs> Glory had hit by this time. Maybe, definitely, maybe had. But this was that disconnect between the, uh, <laughs> the Happy With Life crew identifying with the soundtrack to their youth <laughs> and those of us who really couldn't articulate it looking for something else.
0: And here's one, another one for you. The album that was number one on the week this was released. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh you've got a soft spot. Hey, hey! I bought this. Man, I could have bu- Actually, I may have bought Jovi Crossroad at the same time that I bought Vitality. I have no I trouble believing that.
2: Yeah, that that's absolutely
0: none. That's honestly. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I definitely would have done. Actually, yeah. Thinking back on it, man, that would have been a big outlier for a. What are we talking, 94, um, 16-year-old, me.
1: It's fireball tapes. (laughs) We're coming full circle after full circle after full circle. It's a Venn diagram.
0: I'd I'd moved then. I was intent on, um, let's get to it. So, yeah, the album. It's the follow-on from Versus. Everybody knows 10. Everybody knows Versus. We talked
1: about doing Versus, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have done Versus, yeah. Yeah. I think the whole thing with Versus was Vitalogy, to me... It's a flawed masterpiece. It really is a Pretty flawed true, masterpiece. Though. And there's so much more to unpack here. Whereas if we'd have done verses, I think it would have been like the uh the YouTube video comments just tune, banger, and the only couple of things to talk about really would be um glorified G, which is an absolutely horrible piece of songwriting. Um
0: <laughs> we've already
1: touched on Dave Abrasezi. Yeah. Um
0: Big Dave. And I'm gonna call him cou- that from now on. <laughs> absolutely.
1: It <laughs> flies in the face of um Pearl Jam's <laughs> nice guy image, how You'd write a song about what a prat your drummer is and make him play on it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. He'd man. He'd gone out and bought a gun. and yep. He actually bought two. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah that was it. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous song.
1: Yeah. And really, the only other thing you can talk about is the um, the time signature change in the middle of "Leash" and where does it rate on a scale of unexpected but phenomenal to completely out of place on a scale of I don't know, "Metropolis" by Dream Theater to So
0: what, by Pink? (laughs) (laughs) And call this popular opinion, but I would still say that Rearview Mirror's my favourite Pearl Jam. Well, definitely top three. Top top three Pearl Mm. Jam song. I like the build. It's an immense driving song. Oh, yes. An immense driving song. When it builds up and it hits into that final bit, man, that's a tune.
1: Definitely, definitely. We'll get probably their best... Main set closer. Yeah. We'll go I'll go top five. Do they? This may be a list in progress as we're talking.
0: When was the last time you saw them? What year? Oh. How many years ago? We're talking the last five year four and the last Within ten. Within the last five. Okay. Yeah. Did they play Rearview Mirror then? They're close to a rear view mirror then. Okay. Ah, so it's th- actually weren't they the best of was called Rearview Mirror? The Re- best in? of is called Rearview Mirror. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. yeah, that makes sense. I didn't know if there were what are Pearl Jam songs that they won't play live now? Alateen Spirit?
1: I don't think there are any.
0: Are there none? No, no. no. Will I, they still play Jeremy live?
1: I've seen them play Jeremy. They played Jeremy. Um, they played Jeremy, followed by Live in Manchester hey, Alive. in twelve. Live on is
0: like wonderwall to me. It's yeah. like I've heard it so many times. It's yeah. a, it's a channel changer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely
1: <laughs> yeah. overplayed. Going back to kind of the objective. Best bands, if you're talking about like objective, best American band uh-huh. of my lifetime, subjective, it's Pearl Jam, objective, you'd be hard to go past REM.
0: Yeah, see, yeah. Uh, REM is another band who have grown to appreciate yeah, more definitely with yeah. age. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely. I'd say, Murmur to New Adventures
1: in Hi Fi Inclusive, you're talking two little missteps there. You're talking Radio Song yep. and Shining
0: Happy People. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Shining yeah, you t- I like Radio Song. It's
1: just the rap oh, bit at the end. It's out. just, it's just oh, what's your no. mate at the end? No. What's his no. name? KRS-One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound yeah. of the police.
0: Yeah, apart from <laughs> that Sound bit, of the beast. <laughs> apart from that, I like it. It's a good song. No, no, no. Get <laughs> out. Get out, get out. But um, R.E.M. are greater than you two. Is there a debate? Well, oh my there God. is, honestly. Oh my people. No, 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 I'm no. Well, there ain't a debate for me, no. but, you know. Oh my God.
1: But, yeah, by the same token as Alive being a channel changer, you've got... Losing my religion. Everybody hurts. Yeah, absolutely brilliant songs, but happy to never hear them again because yeah. they're just yeah they've roasted yeah. all the juice out of those turkeys. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know what you mean. Actually, yeah, that's just roasted all the juice. That's a nice, yeah. um, that's a nice turn of phrase. Then we'll get to it now. Um, apparently, recording this album, the band are constantly arguing. Um, they're writing songs t- up to 20 minutes before actually recording, booking on the fly, Stone Gossard said.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think this is kind of the first album in the transition from Stone to Eddie's to Edda, main yeah. songwriter. Yeah.
0: yeah. He, I mean, we'll get into it through the songs, but there's a that thing running through all the while is Eddie not liking the fame. Yeah. Um, it's, it's,
1: it's almost a concept album in that... Uh, in that regard. How many
0: months are we after Cobain died in April, yeah? Or yeah, it, yeah? It, it's very, very soon. and there's So this would have been, surely, literally, what you reckon, recorded at that time or around that time to be released in November?
1: Probably around that time. And his fingerprints are all over this. I know yeah. there's a big debate over yes. whether or not...
0: You look online... Certain and things
1: are influenced by Cobain, but yeah. it's I'm gotta not be. having the arguments against it, really.
0: It's got to be. was such gotta a d-
1: vehement critic of Pearl Jam in their early days. Yeah. And I don't think it's any coincidence that they stripped back a lot of the cock rock, a lot of the... um, You had Stone Gossard and Jeff Ament coming from Mother Love Bone.
0: Where were the solos, man, in this album? Practically
1: non-existent. Is there one? Well, I think there's one, in there? There's one that stands out for me. You're stretching. You're really stretching yeah. to call it a solo. My interpretation of where this solo is and the song it's on, I think it's really deliberately placed there. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe that. I, I think
0: I know where it is. Yeah. We'll hit that when we yeah. get to it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Um, as, as I said, the album's released. It's, they're released in the UK. They released two singles from this album. Uh, they released "Spin the Black Circle" came out at the end of uh, November. We um, got to number ten on the UK charts. Really? Yeah, uh, stayed on the charts for eight weeks. Um, and then they released a uh, track three off this album, Not For You. They released that in February, at the end of February, the year after, 95. Mm. That placed at 34 Yeah, on the chart for two weeks and then dropped out. So
1: Not the two that would jump out as singles either.
0: I think Spin The Black Circle was kind of a bit of a statement uh, where they were at the time. I think it's intentionally punkier and stuff but we'll get into that and Definitely. yeah right so let's hit with some of these songs. First track on the album is called Last Exit. Here we go.
2: Straight away it's away from what Pearl
0: Jam were Very Neil Young. Very Neil Young. Heavily inspired, that bit is, isn't
2: it? I'll
0: tell you one thing. I've always hated that. I can't just tell Jumma to do it. Any that. I don't like that drum beat, man. Now it's in. We're going there. Okay. What you got to tell me then?
1: Well, it's a straightforward rocker, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It eases you in gently. I like the way it kind of follows on your expectations. I like the um, I like the first three tracks of this album as a collective. I like what they do together.
0: You sort of put them together, yeah.
1: Yeah. The first one, two. Um Last Exit Spin the Black Circle. It's very go and animal from the first album, right up to the uh the fade in mm. of uh, yeah, yeah. of Last Exit. Yes. So I do like that. Um Lyrically, I think is where Last Exit is the most interesting. It could be conceived one of two ways because again going back to the tape thing, Hey Foxy Mop Pandumma, Stupid Mop <laughs> was off my radar for so many years. So you got How many years
0: after it when you heard it.
1: Gotta be eight, nine years later. Okay, no, yeah. way really, that long?
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go on, sorry, yeah. get back. Had yeah. no concept <laughs> of that
1: track at all. Had no concept. <laughs> That's great. Of, that is. Um, well, I'm gonna gonna talk about Cabane here as a as a contemporary. um of Pearl Jam and the yeah. timing of this album yeah, and yeah. his criticism of them beforehand. But by the same token, had no concept of gallons of rubbing alcohol through the strip. Uh, <laughs> as far as I was concerned, for years and years, all apologies was the end of um, In Utero. Okay, Set yeah, by, yeah. nice. by all day nice long shit, throughout the mid-90s. If on. we've yeah. got any listeners here under the age of 30, yeah. they're not with us <laughs> anymore. They've just... Yeah, <laughs> no, not no, at all. Not at all. Absolutely. But... um. Like I've said, this is possibly a concept album. Yeah. Um, for me, the closing track of the album, or at least the closing track proper anyway, yeah, yeah, would yeah. be Immortality. Mm-hmm. And it kind of bookends the album with concepts on on suicide.
0: Yeah. You've
2: got to a-
1: shed my skin at last, let my spirit pass. And again, there's one line in here that I think is a, uh, a reference to Cobain, where, he's, where he sings three days and maybe longer. Oh, Is well, that yeah. how long Kurt was lying there? No
0: uh, that's Yeah, that's so, pretty... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty on the nose.
1: kind of... I mean, we get onto the... Um, I'm sure we'll get onto the theme of the album as a whole and other tracks being just basically Eddie's rant against Fabe, against um, any kind of corporate... Um, marketing of Pearl Jam's music. Yeah. Uh, but um and that's something else that this uh, this song could also uh, also be about. Uh, there's the um the vocal high in this way Eddie's Eddie's all you know, the famous y'all that influenced Scott's yeah, Dap yeah, yeah. from Creed. <laughs> um
0: Nobody's done it as good as Eddie. He, man it, I mean he does do it. in this album he sounds a lot more scratchy. It's really raw. And that's yeah,
1: one of the things I really it, yeah. love about this album is the um the production's really stripped down, and I think yeah, that's yeah, deliberate. It is. I really do think that's deliberate based on what came before, and I think we'll kind of dig into that a bit deeper when we get into, uh, when we get into track three, but thematically, the whole album is Eddie Moaning about fame, and the big, the big sort of scream on this on, on this track is the "Let My Spirit pass." I mean, that could be yeah, about suicide, yeah. that could be about fleeting fame.
0: Back what you said about the the underproduced nature of it, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of get your tracks on there. Make something big, man. Get balls out, just balls out <laughs> swagger and do it, yeah. And, and they just didn't want to do this at all. And I like this album though. I've all, I've I've always write. apart from for the first I'd say the first couple of months from having it and literally discarding it after a couple of listens mm. and picking out. You could say the tracks, which I would listen to, like for the, that first six months. Yeah. Um, again, but yeah, it's as I say, it's another thing. It's grown, and yeah, we're, yeah. we're good. We're good with it now. I like yeah. it. You've got like the let my
1: spirit pass. You've got the soon be over. So it
0: could be, could well be about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll get a couple of seconds now. actually it's a good opener i yeah, never I never thought it at the time proper
1: straight rocker just like uh just like go yeah yeah Just like um
0: yeah go's a good opener yeah yeah you
1: never got to yield
0: did you no i, R- I, I definitely
1: is a I, proper balls to the wall opener
0: i've definitely heard it but I, I couldn't tell you anything off it honestly right track two here we go Is it was completely different to anything Pearl Jam had put out before.
1: Absolutely, and one of the things that, um, and I think there's a there's a very good reason for this that fits in with the album as a whole, is um how no one ever accused Pearl Jam of being the most original band ever to come out. They weren't. Uh, they were revolutionary. Um, uh,
0: not revolutionary, no.
1: But and I think really what you hear here is this. Like I said, they're starting to move away from your cock rock, your mother love bone,
0: yeah, your noodle roots
1: of Gossard and Ament. And they were heavily influenced by bands like the Buzzcocks. They'd already covered, uh, punk, yeah. yeah, absolutely. They already covered Sonic Reducer by um, by the Dead Boys. I mean, this track it's a hardcore riff. Yeah. It's not... Uh, it's rough as well. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It's raw, as you say. Yeah. I think um, I think you'll hear 100 songs by 100 hardcore bands that are a lot tighter than these. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely, and a lot rawer and a lot yeah. rougher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think with regards to the
1: whole... I'm going to go back to the word zeitgeist, the whole grunge <laughs> zeitgeist, although the word grunge really, to me, always encapsulated the fashion, not the music, because you've got...
0: Grunge is the fashion the music, golden. definitely. Yeah, Pearl Alice Lamb, and Alice Chains. And
1: Chains, Screaming Trees. Mm-hmm. Could you say two of those yeah. bands really sounded like each nah, other? Not I, at all. I, I would say not.
0: No. Nah. See Alice in Chains are very um like cockrocky guitar. They've got the well. moments, especially especially yeah. early on. Yeah, especially yeah, facelift. Yeah. Oh god, especially Facelift. Um yeah, mm. I, I I will do that album at some point 'cause that's that's an album that changed my music tastes. Oh like, completely. But yeah, sorry, back to Spin the Black Circle, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, um, a lot of what this album's about and a lot of what Cobain was about was probably cultural appropriation and a lot of people who normally wouldn't be attracted to this kind of music get in there. (laughs) And I think this is kind of a slap in the face to those people that they wear this influence so starkly on the sleeve. And I think that's really the main purpose that this track holds. I mean, going back to the album as a holistic thing, and we were talking about the cover and how it doesn't yeah, really yeah. fit. It but does, it's, yeah. It's, it's a dark cover, and it's...
0: Um, Old-fashioned, yeah. Yeah,
1: but without reading lyrics, I mean, this is an embarrassing uh, story about when I was kind of 14 before reading lyrics, uh-huh. and it's just the intensity of the vocal and the chorus, spin, spin, spin the black circle and the refrain there. Yeah. So to a 14 year old me, that sounded like something really sinister off a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. When did you actually read the lyrics? which i'll get onto in a minute yeah but uh, the lyrics, it's actually a love letter to vinyl oh yeah completely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. feel this needle drop the needle yeah. on the, the crooked arm which yes. is uh, w- which is the arm that holds the needle on the turntable yeah. so that it's basically nothing more than that so it kind of fits with regards to the fact that they wear their influences so explicitly on their sleeve in this track and it's an ode to vinyl i kind that... of i got that impression from the intensity of the vocal the spin, the black circle, but also the album cover, the, the fact that it looks a little bit sinister, that it's dark. And I think back in these days, the whole, the album holistically, right down to the artwork and the packaging, sort of influenced your perception of the album. And I think that's something that we've lost in the age of uh, streaming services Completely. and playlists to the point where Completely. your album of the year Say two years ago, you might remember who it was by, but you won't even remember the title. So these kind of things don't influence... I've got three kids and they yeah.
0: couldn't... They'd like songs. They don't yep. like albums. Yep. They don't like albums. Yeah. Especially not as, as a piece of work, anyway. Yeah, yeah
1: it's a dying art. See, yeah. I think this album's got a lot of themes lyrically running through it. I think the production is very deliberate. It's a deliberate departure... Yeah, ...from the previous albums. And I think the packaging and the artwork... Played massively into my misconception of what this song was about when I was 14 <laughs> years old, and I couldn't be bothered to read lyrics.
0: Were you reading Kerrang at the time? Probably. Yeah, cause I, I'm sure. I remember it was Kerrang or Raw magazine, if that was still around. Mm. And when this album was going to come out, and they were dropping Spin the Black Circle, uh, and they had a little bit there. It was only like a little bit on a page saying about how it was Eddie's ode to um to vinyl, yeah. uh, and hence why they you know released it on vinyl mm. earlier. Um yeah. did they have any more tracks, do you know? the vinyl version? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Not having no. not having bloody Foxy Mop handle anyway on yeah. it. I wouldn't I would have thought that yeah, would have filled definitely. up any space.
1: One thing, and I know you didn't get to the later albums of as we've already mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as we've already covered, and there's one absolute crime against humanity that uh, that, that you're well off out of. Yeah. That I mean, a, for a band that wears its influences on its sleeve as much as Pearl Jam. Uh huh. Yeah, they kind of needed to get this out of their system, although it's not a bad track by any stretch of anyone's imagination, (laughs) in my opinion. But um, why they needed to repeat that on the absolute horror show that is Let the Records Play on... um lightning bolt okay which was 2015 I'm completely winging that year yeah, 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 but yeah it was it might have even been about 13 easily in the top five Pearl jam songs as my favorite band that I could erase from existence um, <laughs> I was standing in a field in Milton Keynes yeah probably about four years ago uh-huh. and and um, they played, let the records play, and my heart absolutely <laughs> sunk. And at that moment, because it is thematically and lyrically exactly the same as this track, and at that moment in time, I named it "Spin the Crap Circle" <laughs> because uh, why did they even make this song? It's oh, the uh, that bad. The, the vocal harmonies on the uh, on the chorus are just. Um, I'll try. They're not good.
0: I'll they're drop a bit of that in on Edit. Oh. Definitely.
1: Please do it post uh, post production <laughs> because I have no desire to hear it, but literally the next song, the first time I'd ever seen him play it live, they played Spin the Black Circle. Oh,
0: no, I so. love it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hitting you with that one-two double punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and a little note about Spin the Black Circle. It turned them... It, um, I don't know if they got the Grammy... They actually got a Grammy for it for the best hard rock performance. Yes. or oh, but Eddie loved that. They turned it down. Oh, did they
1: turn it down? It was presented... It's on the film PJ20. Okay, yeah. Um, it's presented by Chris Isaac yeah. and... What's Phoebe from Friends' name? Lisa oh, Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Eddie basically takes the Grammy and says, um, "I'm not really sure what this means. It doesn't mean anything," and shrugs his shoulders. Because during the film, oh, um, Stone Gossard finds it lying around, yeah, covered in dust in his garage.
0: Okay, no, why well yeah. it's just chucked in the garage somewhere, yeah, but yeah. Very surprised when you
1: said this was um, the first single because it's not. If you said there were two. St- Tracks from this album that would be singles, yeah, this would not be one of the two that jumped out. But oh, they're not
0: traditional singles. Yeah, there's, I there's th- one definitely which you know. I think the producer had to fight against them to actually even include on the album. Absolutely, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right quite near the end. But you ready for the next one? Definitely. Okay, right. Let's go for this. Mm. Do, do do Track three is not for you, and it wasn't. This this is literally Eddie saying. This ain't for you now. We can talk out of the intro, because he does a bit of a... Here we go. Good song, actually, I like this one. Eddie saying to everyone. This ain't for you. I don't, This isn't meant for you or you jocks who are, I hated or hated me or we don't get on. See eye to eye. One
1: hundred percent. And the placing of this on the album, track three. Track three. Is it's an important absolute
0: track. Absolute genius. It's, it's an important place in track three. I always think. I think
1: you've got the two flat-out rockers, yeah. but with the production, they're a bit more hard-edged, a bit more raw than yeah, yeah, yeah. what the?
0: on my table seats just to... Absolutely, yeah. I've got that written down here.
1: <laughs> very, very key lyric, Yeah. but I just think you've got those first two tracks and the trend followers who love the first two albums yeah. are going to be pulling a bit of a face and then this comes in 4 by f- 4 4 riff. Yeah. 4 yeah. 4 beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And It's like they'll be like this is more more like it. Proper hook. Suck in it that in. riff as well. Yeah. Proper hook. Yeah. And then the vocal kick comes in. <laughs> and especially at the crescendo never was for you. Yeah, never was for really. you. you yeah. this yeah. is not for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it. It's literally just puts it out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean this
1: is the album that split a fan base in half and this is the yeah. track that that absolutely does it. Signal it. And like you say, Small My Table, it could be a double-edged thing. Like, there's no room for celebrity. There's no room yeah. for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small My Table sits just two. Yeah. Is that me and my family? No room for the celebrity. Is that me and our true fans? No room for you. Where did they come from? The
0: next line, where did they come from? Storm My Room. Storm My Room, yeah. yeah. Completely. It's um, Versus was the fastest-selling album. At the time of all time, at I time, think, in the yeah, US. At the time, at all yeah. time. And this, I imagine, shifted... I, I meant to look at that, actually, today. Shifted a lot of copies, I'd imagine, in its first week. Yeah,
1: but then, if memory serves, I may be completely making this yeah. up, but I think it fell off a cliff.
0: I can imagine so, because, as you say, it just maybe half your fan base yeah. or something. Yeah, such such a
1: departure. Same yeah. as we've touched on it in the intro, of the war on Ticketmaster.
0: See, they were going against, like, the... The service charges weren't that the Ticketmaster were adding on.
1: Yeah, they were playing small venues outside of town. They do now play Ticketmaster venues.
0: They do I now. They've yeah, they it's they, all been yeah. resolved. And well, I think they they admitted defeat basically. <laughs> I think they did because nobody would support them, would they? All the other bands, yeah. there weren't no other bands who were willing to jump on board because at the end of the day, that was Revenues. the machine. That Revenues, was news. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I don't know if it's Ament or Gazard somewhere. They basically said, "Yeah, just like." Killed, stalled our career, like, sort of, in in that sense, you know what I mean? Not being able to play the gigs, give the music to the people, all that kind of thing. Um, They were setting up, like, their own gigs. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were being rained off. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, that's it, yeah. There was a big problem with, uh, I think, ticket counterfeiters. Ah, okay. Because they were so... There were such guerrilla shows for such a big band, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> no, they were playing out of out of main city venues because because the monopoly held.
0: Yeah, yeah, they buy it, venues. It was probably
1: something they had to do to survive.
0: But Ticketmaster buy the venues. They put yeah. people in, like Vince. <laughs> 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 yeah, reference right. that a lot of people will miss. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Next track. Do you want to go on to that one, or have you got anything else about that?
1: just a good hook. Yeah. Big hook. Probably the most accessible song so far. Probably the so second far. most accessible song on the album. It's just why the uh the whole middle finger to half the fam- half the customer base, should yeah. we call it, yeah, yeah, yeah. is just such a thing of beauty, yeah. Yeah. I- I'm with you. I think it's about um yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turning them away. Yeah. Turn Th- them away. Those of you who thumbed your nose at us yeah. when we were growing up,
0: Get out of our gigs! Stop buying our records. Has Eddie ever? Has Eddie ever had like um, drug problems or? Has he ever ever been into a drug? Obviously, you know, people like Cobain and things
1: like that. The only one at Pearl Jam who's ever um, who's ever come out with anything like that's McCready. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's so rife in Seattle. Funnily enough, um, one of the things that uh, you see the t-shirts with them um, and they say like, oh Eddie's the only one left because it's like um, yeah. Cause Kurt, no Lane no Lane uh, Cornell Cornell yeah um, I think that's doing uh, I, his profile's risen a bit recently but I've long been a fan I think that's doing Mark Lanigan a massive massive disservice from, from Screaming Trees I, I know but, the name of the but band but uh, I don't know the guy yeah. um, not long finished his, uh, his autobiography um, okay um, I'm a big autobiography fan, anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. especially when it comes to lives filled with turmoil. Because again, going back to my psychology roots, um, it's it, interesting it, reading. Who wants absolutely. to read it? Uh, it's a big thing yeah, for me. Yeah, but yeah. being a fan, it's too drug heavy and not enough, <laughs> not enough on the music. It's yeah. just all about his narcotic career yeah. up until actually rescued by Duff McKagan, who oh really never actually knew. Okay. Um, yeah. Courtney Love paid for his rehab. McKagan gave him a job when no one else would touch him. No way. But, um
0: Apparently, he's an all-round nice guy, Duff is. Apparently so. Apparently so. He's Apparently like one so, of the yeah. one of the you know the real good guys kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: De- definitely seems to be from this one. But a big big part of that biography is uh, a lot of the selling point was around his relationship with Kurt. But the real heart and soul of his biography is his relationship with Lane.
0: Okay. Yeah. No I... Yeah. Not pick them pits out definitely. Um, yeah, lines are. It's not a nice story. His end and yeah. how he actually comes and yeah. you know. It, well, He's not a nice drug, kids.
1: I mean, if you're talking <laughs> pure vocalist, again we've talked about how Eddie's unique. Mm-hmm. But you're talking the Seattle Big Guns. I mean. Cornell's probably in the top three I've ever seen live. It, he can replicate it live, Cornell. He can oh, replicate. I always those said things. I could
0: listen to it. it it's been yeah. said loads of times. I could listen to him sing the telephone book. You know, yeah. he just he's got the voice. Yeah,
1: definitely. But if if you're absolutely pushing me for an unborn from Seattle, Pearl Jam favorite band, but frontman, it's Lane.
0: Yeah, it's I know. Lane, it's it's the aura. There's some there's some um, videos I've seen on YouTube of like their early things as well. Yeah. And he just you look at the guy and you're like, what a what a fuck up kind of thing. But front man wise and giving it wise and voice wise. But saying that, if you listen to Alison Chinesy's stuff after, Cantrell man, he, he was as much the, but the voice. harmonies Yeah, yeah absolutely. He the chemistry it. between those yeah, two yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. made it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you go to um but to to sort of bookend the early stuff, if you have a if I'm sure you've watched the videos of uh, the unplugged session yes, for MTV, yeah. and Lane is such a shell of a man. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. such a weak, frail, just presence. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, when the guitar kicks in,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and he opens his <laughs> mouth, <laughs> and it's just divine. The voice must, the absolutely voice absolutely bang on. Every iota of power is still there. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: See, so, Alice in Chains. They, I, I, I looked because I was looking at doing. As I said for ice lift before. That never had a proper UK release. It was out here, you know, you could buy it and everything, but it never charted, it never released as such. Um but it's man, it's just Lane's voice is like I don't know. Okay, it's good. It's really, really, really good. Yeah,
1: the combination of the voice and the um the subject matter is just
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. He- heard one stuck with forever.
0: <laughs> right, we'll get to track four. For me, Apart from the, the little bit tracks on the this is my least favourite song on the album. I was like straight Interesting. away. Interesting. I really don't like that ah, it's, I suppose it's man, it did its job on me Plodding Plodding, uncultured Just a clangy Underproduced Random I'll see that It, hit, it hits um in a bit It'll hit the uh Once it hits the chorus. Yeah, yeah, it hits the chorus, then we've got more of a song going on. Yeah. But I just I don't know. They, they play this one live.
1: I'm gonna go back funny you should say that. Yeah. My point is my one of, one of my two points here is my and Uber fandom.
0: Let's just do this bit one second. Yeah. Business,
2: just you Business just picked up
0: You are.
1: Business just picked
0: up. Yes, definitely. Not much though. No, still, it's still my looks. Right, go on. Yeah. Again,
1: going down to, uh, going back to my Uber fandom. Yes. Really. It's again. This is gonna mean Diddly squat. To ninety nine point nine 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 percent of anybody listening, <laughs> in that, it's on my bucket list. Tremor Christ. Yes. Um, there are three tracks on this album on my bucket list. Yeah. Of the proper tracks, and there's one I don't include in that, uh-huh. um, which. I don't think it will take a genius to figure out which one that is but there are three tracks on this on my bucket list <laughs> and Tremor Christ is one of those and it was either the last time I saw them or the last time but one but they had a day's break in between UK dates yeah and I know they were in Leeds because I looked at Leeds first direct arena to see them and they played Tremor Christ at Leeds and I thought it's a chance they could play Tremor Christ and I still haven't seen them played <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's, there's some songs I'll come back to in a minute from uh, Setlist.fm. It, it is unreliable sometimes, yeah. but it tells you, you know, how many times songs have yeah. been played yeah. and stuff. And I, I didn't look at yeah. that, but they're like yeah. Pokemon. You've got to catch them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quicker, uh,
1: quick diversion here to my absolute Pearl Jam claim to fame. Have you heard much of Lost Dogs? No. If we ever start on the drummers, I'll start about one of my other all-time. Top five Pearl Jam songs I could rate erra- quite happily erase from existence. Okay, and this got uh, this made binaural when two binaural tra- yes two absolute stonky tracks off. I think this the first off of that album actually.
0: Oh. Track three, yeah, evacuation.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely horrible. The riff is exactly matches the vocal harmony on the well the refrain of evacuation, evacuation on the chorus. It's horrible, uh, absolutely horrible. Clearly uh, written by a drummer. That made the album, whereas um, Sad and Alone didn't. Okay. They're both on Lost Dogs, and they'd made my top 20, and they were recorded in the same session.
0: What's Lost Dogs? Is that like? Um, B-Sides Compilation. b side Compilation, yeah. Rarities, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Those two were made my top 20. They were recorded in the same sessions and were cut. I think that was just... My personal opinion is this was accommodating Cameron, who was the new drummer at the time. Let's get a Cameron track yeah. in there but um i saw them two nights in a row in 2012 and the second night you're talking about um setlist same FM. venue yeah same yeah, venue. yeah yeah and the second night as part of the encore they played a song called hitchhiker yeah and there was absolutely stony silence all around me yeah the one and only time they've played that song live
0: oh really yeah i oh, no, not know why okay yeah, yeah. Yeah. out
1: on setlist Store setlist fm it's Got a big fat one next to it, and I was there, so I that's nice.
0: One of the things that I found really weird looking at that was just the sheer amount of covers that they've done live compared to any other band that I've done any research on. Their covers list is like I don't know, double anybody yeah, else's. Like I say, where their influence is on the sleeve, it's man, there's loads like yeah. really varied as well, to yeah. be honest. If the just to on.
1: crack on a bit with the uh, Tremor Christ, yeah, TV, go I mean, on. Um, again, I said the start of the recording or if it was when we were talking beforehand. One of the big things about Vitalogy is, for me, it's like the lazy person's encapsulation of what Pearl Jam is. It's like um, a lot of the themes, a lot of the references, a lot of the musicianship, um, the interludes, which would become a big part of some of the later albums. But again, with uh, with this track, it's the first time that they've done a track that was um, lyrically um, abstractly based around um, oceans like the sea. Uh, Marines a naturally occurring phenomenon, which you see a lot later in their discography with stuff like Big Wave and Amongst the Waves. And there's a fantastic uh, Eddie, former,
0: Eddie, former surfer or still surfer? Eddie surfer, absolutely. Yeah. And
1: oh, there's another story. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to hear about when I was in Vegas in 2013? Go on. And I had tickets uh, for the opening night of Eddie, Eddie's tour because he opened. Solo. Solo tour. Yeah, he opened yeah. In Vegas, the night. Um, after we landed, yeah, yeah, yeah. We landed on let's say it was landed on a Tuesday. Opened on the Wednesday, uh-huh. and we rocked up to the box office on the day, and there were signs up Eddie Vedder will not be appearing tonight because he broke his arm in a surfing accident.
0: Oh, no why? And I want
1: to give a big shout out to the girl on the box office there, and her name was Monica because she sorted us out a <laughs> refund right away. We got tickets co- to Cirque the Soleil.
0: you weren't coming back for yeah. the uh, the reschedule.
1: Well, she said that. She said, "Oh, well, he'll be back in. Uh, he's back in October." And we're like, "Yeah." Listen to the black country twang. <laughs> we are not coming back in October. Sorted it out the same day. Tipped to $20. Nice. She flat out refused. I said, take it because in the UK we would get apathy. Yeah. yeah. If not out yeah. hostility. Yeah. So yeah. she was an absolute diamond. So on the off chance Monica, that you're listening to this, <laughs> you did be <me> a solid <laughs> and you're a diamond.
0: <laughs> nice one. That worked out well, didn't it? Yeah. Ah.
1: yeah. One other thing about the lyrics on uh, yeah. Tremor Christ um, Little secret tremors. Yes. And it goes on to the ocean theme. Uh, the smallest oceans still get big, 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 big waves. waves. So the little secrets turn to big, big waves. Is this your natural successor, uh, but your real life successor to uh, Alive? Because Alive is.
0: Um, Part
1: of the Mama oh Son trilogy. Yeah, I've and never. I, oh, is yeah. the
0: the Mama Son? What? Which are? Which yeah. are?
1: Chronological order. It's alive, alive, Once, and Footsteps, which is a B side.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes, I did see that actually. Yeah. yeah. That's all over
1: the once, place. Once that's the good um, Chronologically, absolutely. The kind of inspiration behind that, even though, sort of Alive is
2: poetic license
1: with regards to the uh, the sexual element of it it's, yeah um, <laughs> who Eddie Vedder grew up believing was his dad wasn't his dad yeah. his dad was a man called uh, Edward Severson and could that kind of be a reference to that little secrets become big big waves
0: okay no way you've done your research here I, I
1: literally many many <laughs> listens over many <laughs>
0: many years you know I had li- written down for Tremor Christ hard listen yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get get the intro bit and it's not my least favourite track on the album and I'm excluding one from that anyway that's kind of a fully formed track.
0: There's
1: kind of maybe a bit more to talk about that. I did listen to the album again. I've been listening to it this week in preparation. Yes. And I've kind of shifted back towards the acceptance side of a later track.
0: Okay, yeah. You may
1: feel it's got more... Well, you probably will, based yeah. on the fact that you've you've absolutely panned this one um, <laughs> in comparison to everything that's come before it. Um, so there's a later track that um, you may be a bit more open to that I'm a bit more open to than I was.
0: Okay, right. We'll Floored masterpiece. masterpiece. We'll, we'll get to that one. Um, any of the fans that were put off from Spin the Back Circle? Not for you. Maybe Tremor Christ. Who knows? Maybe the, the easy listening ones. Maybe they would have been bought back. Maybe by this, do you think? I'd say so. It's a proper sing around the campfire moment. This one.
1: Milton Keynes. I can imagine a lot of this was is good. Was and they opened w- with about five or six acoustics straight, and I don't remember if they played this first or black first, but they played them back to back.
0: Okay, they nice. i was nice. surprised
1: how early on they played black.
0: That's that a one-two punch, that is, yeah. It was. Live.
1: But this was better. The yeah. sing along to this was incredible, yeah. just as the sun was starting to set a little bit.
0: Yeah. Incredible. Nice. That's a nice uh, nice setting, actually. We'll let it, let, let it breathe a second
2: future's above But in the past he's slow and sinking God above
0: What can you say to that? That's a—it's a tune. Beautiful, it is, Absolutely isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. That's a lovely tune. Yeah, it really is. That straight off the bat, I'll say it's in my my top three on the album. Anyway, oh, this bit when he comes
2: in, his voice, now. very it's,
0: really, it's, it's, its delicate yet strong. It's—it's it's got that bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> When I said it's not overproduced. It's got that... The weakness in it. Here's a question for you. Yeah. You You
1: read the track list as a novice. Yeah. You see Nothing Man and later on you see Better Man. Yeah. And you think... Is the Better Man a better man than Nothing Man? But we just talked about the Mother Son trilogy and how it's kind of out of order because Uh Once is the first track on 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Alive comes in which is actually the prequel. Is this track a sequel to Better Man from the man's perspective oh
0: um oh
2: man I
1: don't know so remorseful so lamentable so lament
0: lamentable I think they're different stories okay I think they're different stories I think Better Man is it's written from a woman's, b- oh, I don't know, um, yeah, because Better Man's from the woman point of yeah. view. For
1: me, yeah, this is after the woman in Better Man goes. Oh, she don't want it. This daddy. is the man's yeah. lament for me.
0: Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it does. again,
1: they reward really do reward their long-term listeners, and this is something we'll crack up probably when we're finished. Yeah, but you've got Quarter Bolt of Lightning, Curse the Day He Let It Go. Yeah, the last but one album, Lightning Bolt, which I know you haven't gotten to. Yeah. It's an up tempo, it's a rocker, it's the complete antithesis of this track. Okay, yeah. And the refrain in it is you gotta know you'll never let her go. She's a lightning bolt.
0: Okay, yeah. Cuts back, yeah. 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 See, I do like harkbacks in um, especially oh, in, yeah. in in, in music. in art in music. Stuff. Easter eggs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Absolutely. It, it's so for the fans, for the yeah. fans that is a lot And man. then
1: again, just to kind of back up my theory on the uh, this being a sequel to uh, to Better Man, as you got the line, "She don't want him, yeah. she
0: won't feed him." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then in yeah Better sense. Man,
1: you've got the line, "She loves him, she feeds
0: him." Yeah, yes, no way, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good point. I'd never thought but
1: that yeah. before. Beautiful know? ballad. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was saying about how they played this back to back with uh, Black. I don't know if I'm repeating myself here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But um. And this to me that night when I, when I saw them, I won't say it blew black out of the water, but it was my personal preference on the night. The sing along as okay. the, as the sun was going down, this was absolutely beautiful. And followed up with another track from this album.
0: It's it's definitely a which kicked the tempo up, which was it's it's definitely a, a more sing along than black. I would absolutely. I would have said anyway, especially yeah. to the people who know it. Yeah. It's like yeah. But then,
1: if you wanted to argue, it was about someone else. Is that um, I did have a bit of a look, and it does seem. The writers are credited as Eddie and Jeff yeah. on this song. Yeah. So I don't know if Jeff wrote the rhythm and Eddie wrote the words, whereas... The boss,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of no course, problem. Better Man Je- um, Eddie wrote... Like
0: years ago. Yeah, years and years Could before Pearl Jam formed. What was his band before he was in the band? Bad Radio. That was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it from then, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. refused to include it on verses. Yeah, yeah, didn't want yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get onto. to... <laughs> yeah, we'll hit that, yeah. We'll get onto an Out of Place track, but for me... If you don't consider Nothing Man a follow-on to Better Man, although Out of Sync, uh-huh. which is not atypical of what they've done before, then um, Better Man really is the standout of doesn't belong on this album. And it didn't belong on this album because it wasn't written for it. No, yeah,
0: that's, that's 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 actually right. Right, we'll go. Next one, next track, track six, Whipping. That's more of a rocker. More of a traditional Pearl Jam song. Straightforward rocker to
1: break things up. Yeah. It's similar, if hark back to her verses and what people expect from them, Mm -hmm. this is a bit more in line with that. I think it's a similar tempo and feel to blood. Similar placing in the album. Yeah. uh, In between. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Split things up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And again, where I've said this album's kind of a touchstone for what they're about in a wider context, um, I think you can take a few political themes from this. You've got, um, I mean, to whip is to like to punish, to nudge towards something, to whip mm-hmm, a line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've got the opening two lines, don't need a helmet, got a hard, hard head, <laughs> don't need a raincoat, I'm already wet. Yeah. It's kind of, sort of a push against uh, like a protectionist state, a nanny state.
0: Okay, um, okay, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah, thing. yeah. There's
1: also a line later on, there's a live performance, it may be on one of the many American talk shows or something similar, yeah. but during um, an interlude, Eddie writes pro-choice on his arm and there's a line in there.
0: Oh, doesn't he do that on the unplugged as well? That could be where it is. I'm, I think it I'm... Completely unplugged. I'm pretty sure, I'm, I've definitely seen that. It's, it's definitely, um, he like, scribbles it like yeah. frantically. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's a line in there and apologies if it comes across a bit crude, mm. but there's a line, don't need a bandage, there's too much blood.
0: Yeah yeah this could
1: yeah. be a uh it could be a pro choice anthem
0: yeah yeah definitely oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: but yeah clear well not clear and unambiguous because <laughs> very little of the album is and again you're coming back to uh you're coming back to their contemporary co- Cobain who was like the king of abstract lyrics there's a lot of abstract lyricism on on the album but yeah straight head rocker this is another one of the three that's on my bucket list Probably out of the three, my preference. If I was writing a set list for the next time I see them, "Whipping" w- and and it was one track per album. Yeah, "Whipping" would probably be my track from this album. Okay, not because it's my favourite by any stretch, but because it's one of one of those I've never seen. It's got to be ticked off the list, and it's <laughs> it's probably the preference from those three, edging Tremor Christ, ever so slightly.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, it's good song, good song. I like it, really good. As you say, straight ahead rocker. Uh
1: Maybe the fans that they wanted to appeal to before, that like the stuff that, yeah. that preceded this. I it don't think he was uh, interested in getting the fans back. We're still the same. Yeah, we're still the same band. We can we still, can still rock it. it
0: yeah, we, we <laughs> We're still cool. <laughs> and talking of that, we'll have the we'll have one more before we uh, break. Track seven. This is the first one of these on the album and there's a couple.
2: A minute and
0: two seconds. An experimental interlude. Yeah. Unambiguous lyrics. It's he lays it out there, yeah. That's it. Just laying it out there. What the what the underlying thing for this album is. Yeah, mm-hmm. his privacy is priceless to him. Yeah, yep. that's it. You know, it's just, you know, that's it.
1: And a taste of things to come on albums like uh, No Code and Yield. Again, Do they all have
0: like interludes yeah, and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. This is something because they they never had. Obviously, any, yeah, did they on yeah. um, on on versus or ten. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... There ain't much to like or dislike, it's no, just...
1: No, no strong opinion either way. It's like a palate cleanser, really. Yeah, it ties the album together.
0: Have you ever seen the vinyl copy of this? Does that end the first side, or...? I have no idea. See, I'm guessing if that does end I the first side. I do not
1: think in vinyl. I don't think... No, vinyl, I know. Yeah.
0: A lot of people do, don't they? Like, you see things as an album, and you've got, like, side yeah. A and your side B.
1: I was reading about uh, Scum by Napalm Death today, <laughs> just completely going off <laughs> piece here. Yeah, but yeah. it's apparently the drummer yeah. is the only member of the band yeah. that plays on side A that plays on side B. So, yeah. Really? Well, that's how volatile Napalm Death were no, in the day. Hell. Yeah. There so. you go. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> right. A kind of useless trivia I'm full of.
0: <laughs> you got nothing else on that one, though? No.
1: It keeps things ticking along. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of things to come, which is. Kind of why this album's uh, the best touchstone in the discography of their uh, their overall body of work, but it, it's impossible to have strong feelings about this and one other interlude either way, really.
0: All right, right. Saying that, we're going to take a break now for two seconds, um, and we're we'll back just after this.
2: you are
0: better now better now okay so we're back with um with part 2 of uh looking at Pearl Jam's Vitality album it is vitality isn't it yeah, vitality sec- and we're on back i keep on second guessing myself on that name all the time on it
1: bloody hell we are back reassimilated reinvigorated <laughs> ready to rock and roll <laughs> i have switched from the IPA to the milk stout oh, and you are still on the gin I'm <laughs> at
2: the
0: uh the masculine pink gin and lemonade well whoop,
1: whoop. fatherhood has been coined to neither of us <laughs> in that regard <laughs> <laughs> so apologies for the slurring the inconvenient incoherence inconvenience
0: inconvenience incoherence it's, it's, yeah. it's just a bit of that
1: it's begun in earnest
0: and oh, that's right right so yes we're here for the second part we finished with pry Two, the little ditty the little interlude from uh Eddie, to the to the bad wires, stay away. The minute of not a lot. <laughs> the minute of not a lot. Now we're going to go into, which I think a lot of people would probably consider as their favourite from the album.
1: Um, one of the reasons I'm a big advocate to this album is because I would say the first track up to and including this track, if you were to ask me to point to Peak Pearl Jam, this is it.
0: Okay, here we go. and that, There's your build-up. This is a slow build as well, isn't it?
1: The tension here is just... You could write a term paper on it. (laughs)
0: So we got track eight, cordroy. What you got to tell me about that? Tension
1: in the build-up
0: is just great. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Definitely smacking the lips. Yeah, yeah. smacking the lips. Definitely top three on the album. That's part of my top three as well.
1: Absolutely, no yep. question about that. Yep. Um, if what you said about "Spit the Black Circle" and what was the other single? Uh, not for you. Not for you. This would have been one of my two singles. Yeah.
0: Um, so purposely yeah. they didn't.
1: The Absolutely. The, the build-up, um, the rhythm section here, this is exhibit A in why Ament and Abrazzese are the definitive Pearl Jam rhythm section. I'm not going to argue be, with you. That build-up is a time capsule. I mean, the reason this album is, again, I'll go back to the phrase touchstone, is could the tension in the build-up there be kind of symbolic of the tension between Dave Abrazizi, who was kicked out before this album was released, and the rest of the band? Because everything you see, interviews, books, says that the tension was between Dave Abrazizi and Eddie Vedder and Jeff Ament. And I don't think they ever captured that tightness between Ament and Abrazizi than with any of the previous drummers. And I think, that is it
0: captured in a bowl. Definitely, Big Dave. He was the boy. <laughs> he was the boy. He was absolutely he, was. He, he, he did the job. He wanted. He liked the rock star. What did they say? He bought the fast cars. He was mm. out there partying and stuff. And they just weren't down with that kind no. of thing, were they? Especially no. had a absolutely. Just, and the I can just imagine the looks of disdain that he used to, that he must mm. have had when he used to look at Big Dave being out there doing. And his the only
1: one of their many drummers. Who wasn't at the Hall of Fame ceremony, yes. which just it doesn't sit right uh, with me at all.
0: It's That is so unfair, honestly. It really is. He's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for him. Uh, didn't he start his own online movement or petition to be?
1: Absolutely justified if he did. I mean, yeah. Hand on heart, I love Matt Cameron. He's mm. played on more oh, yeah. Yeah, Pearl Jam sure. albums than any other... Love Sam Gordon to pieces. Glad I got to see them before Chris Cornell, rest in peace, went. Yes, and yeah. probably is now the go-to name as the Pearl Jam drummer. Okay, but with that in mind, would you put any album that would you rate any album Matt Cameron had played on above any album that he didn't? Does Cameron come up with this? Cameron's first album was Binaural.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, so he isn't till Binaural. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because um, what's his face? Jack Oyens in. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
1: But by the same rationale, I think I would put.
0: So you would say to the fans, yeah, Cameron is like the go to, go to. He's the Pearl Jam drummer.
1: If you said who's the Pearl Jam drummer, then yeah. I'd come out and say Matt Cameron. Okay. yeah. Probably yeah. more to do with tenure, but if you're talking top three albums. Yeah. The album that follows this is No Code, and yeah. I don't think they make that album with Dave Ambroseezy. Okay. I don't yeah, think they make yeah, that yeah, album yeah, with yeah. him. Um, I think um, Jack Irons' comparatively minimalist drumming yes. is a big factor in what makes that album what it is. That's but, the
0: direction, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot less yeah. going on. Absolutely. Going on. Holistically, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: if you're looking at the body of work, these three albums in a row for me
2: mm-hmm. are one,
1: two and three. And the order changes day on day. But mm-hmm. you've got two with Abrazi, one with Jack Irons. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me that makes Dave the Pearl Jam drummer.
0: Makes sense to me. Um going back to the song. Yep. Cordroy. Um if you uh, once again looking at Setlist FM, their fifth most played song yep, ever definitely, live. Definitely,
1: definitely for the rock part of the set it's such an amazing kick off it up. perfect thematically um, mm. for this album um, yeah the production's really raw one thing on that is basis it, 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 it's
0: still raw yeah, yeah the
1: is. live performances I've been struck because before this week I hadn't listened to this album for a number of years but I listened to live bootlegs I've seen them live many times yeah. and it's amazing how different this sounds to live it's an arena filler and now especially with Eddie's vocal it's a lot more raw. It's a lot more small and compact. Yes,
0: yes, 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 it's yes. It's almost yes, yes. a
1: different song, but
0: yeah, it's thematically
1: like with regards to the um, the rejection of fame, the rejection of all the attention. It's the uh, the everything is it chord is
0: it chord as in. Didn't, didn't Eddie, you remember Eddie's famous jacket? That's yeah, exactly what was. That it he is. was wearing on the unplugged yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then he went somewhere and he saw it for sale. Absolutely. Or, well, not yeah. that, you know, uh, a, a yeah. look kind of thing. For
1: like about 50 times the price he yeah. paid for it from a thrift From a thrift, thrift shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that,
0: that sort of, that's it.
1: Well, you've got the line and it comes back to, um, back to the theme of not for you. Like um, all these cultural appropriators um, that... That, that he perceives mm-hmm. as um, hijacking what Pearl Jam are really about and yeah, what the yeah, whole yeah. Seattle movement is really about. Um, you've got the line, they can buy but can't put on my clothes.
0: Yeah, see, it's it. unfortunately, that's how they got big, though. Surely they, mm. surely, this is the argument against this against bands. You want to record your music. Yeah. You want to get your music out there. You yeah. want people to like it. You want people to buy it. Mm. What,
1: there was a quote from Jeff meant that said... Um, they were talking to him about album sales. Yeah. And he said... Um, and this kind of makes sense as a counter-argument to that but Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an argument against this as well. Uh-huh. He said, I'm not interested in how many records we sell. I'm interested in how many people listen to our
0: music. Do you think that's more of a recent phenomenon, though? Because... With, with album sales probably being less now than they were, you know. It doesn't matter
1: who, too much. And going back yeah. to Mark Lanigan, I had a chat with Mark Lanigan in uh, in Birmingham. Okay. Um, after a gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was after he released the Blues Funeral album. Uh-huh. So maybe 11, 12. And I, basically, I told him flat out that um, I didn't own any of his solo output in physical form. I yeah. streamed it all, I think I had a couple that I downloaded
0: on iTunes. Oh yeah, so you didn't yeah. have actually have a physical copy yeah. of, of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And he told me flat out, he said, Have you ever seen me before? And I said, I hadn't, but I had a ticket for him he had a warm up show for Reading yeah. later in the year. I said I had a ticket for that show. He said, By you buying tickets to these shows by downloading my album, uh-huh. I've already got I've already seen more of that money than I would if you'd have bought
0: all of my Discography in physical okay. form. Okay, okay, so they're getting more that way from, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. You know, times yeah. change. and That wasn't downloads.
1: That wasn't before the point pence in the pence. That <laughs> it's alleged <laughs> yeah, that yeah, some yeah. services pay, but we <laughs> definitely don't want to throw anybody <laughs> under the bus. It's, it's. Uh, we're fine. only reading conjecture, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely Corduroy, top yeah. three on the album. Got to be um, so much it's to me it's the focal point of the album
0: this is your turning it, track the 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 one it's leading to yeah
1: it really is the um lyrically this is eddie's heart on his sleeve take my hand not my picture i would rather starve than eat your bread all the things that others want for me mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. buy what i want because it's free yeah it's just it is a rejection of that fame it's a uh, yeah. it's a don't hold me up as a deity or a demigod or yeah he didn't want to be yeah. whatever sli- the adjective is. Do
0: you, do you think he slightly has become the the godfather of of grunge to coin a horrible term? You know what I mean? Kind of by default. More uh, than yeah, anything. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Kind of by default, he's sort of like the guy who mm. he's the only one. Well, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. you said earlier, he's the mm. only one who's still around to really yeah the, the, take the that mantle,
1: that's the one that's recognised.
0: Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, or then well, he was. He was a good looking guy who was the singer of a band in a massive movement at the time and then yeah.
1: Weird Al Yankovic's got a song about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has, that's quite true. <laughs> yeah, he has. If I can if I remember that, I'll Let's stick to that. A Al the... album <laughs> next next. But if we did a weird weird so Al, really honestly I'd um it'd be the polka, but one but yeah, right. World we'll, we'll get on, right. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> this is track nine, this is bugs. <laughs>
2: I got bugs I got bugs in my room Bugs in my bed Bugs in my ears There are eggs in my head
0: Yeah, so, really, this is another interlude, but it's like two and a half minutes long. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah, honestly, I... Do you think this was meant to be a bit of comedy? Possibly. Three bullet points on yeah, this. Yeah, hit it. Um, it's kind of
1: like... it's With regards to thematically, um, it's a hark back to Pryto, the privacy. Are the bugs literal insects? Or is this the media listening in? Is this the invasion on his privacy? Is it a bit of abstract lyricism? Back about um, people bugs in my room. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The accordion is this going back to the whole not for you is this to really fuck with the haggers on and the cultural appropriators uh-huh, uh-huh, the... Uh-huh. okay see if you still like us after this <laughs> this is a sharp turn left <laughs> and it is and is it something to do with the music industry at the end it's kind of like the do I join them that's the one it's like yeah. if I'm in this game for long enough yeah. do I become a part in the cool. game Tom Waits, Frank Zappa, are they influenced by them? Though where their they influences on The <laughs> Thief. But they played this the night after I saw them in Manchester. They played it in Amsterdam when a fan wrote the setlist. Really? Yeah, a fan wrote the setlist. Well, I was just more books, that
0: they actually played this as a live song. Yeah, in a I am
1: not at all disappointed I didn't catch this live. It's... No, it's not on my five Pearl Jam songs that can get in the sea just because I don't actually count it as a Pearl Jam track. It's just...
0: That's the most amazing thing. It's over two and a half minutes long. Yeah.
1: When we talk about flawed masterpiece, it's like, okay, we see what you may have been thinking, but other than that, what were you thinking? Right,
0: yeah.
1: Nothing going on but the rent.
0: Yeah, that's right, uh, right. Um, track 10. We got Titan's bed. Shouldn't that whip Ian? Start whipping. Yeah, I used to get them confused when I was full. Yeah, all the while. Off with um, a lot of Eddie's, oh, his trademark kind of just noises. You know what I mean? His he's, he's convul- Yawn. Yeah, his convulsions and noises. Yeah. <laughs> you know? what do they call it? I don't know. What do <laughs>
1: Adam Sandler does a cracking parody of it. Oh, does he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's <laughs> an old Saturday Night no, Live sketch from when he was a complete unknown. <laughs> yeah. 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 The conjecture is that it's about. Um, the temptation to sleep around and the already in love sense. is with regards to his wife. Um, I read somewhere, uh, disclaimer in case this ever goes viral, <laughs> but I did read somewhere that it was about Shannon Doherty. Okay. Um, who was one of the witches in Charmed. I never watched it, but um, Shannon Doherty. she's um. uh, Jason Lee's girlfriend in Rats And if it is about that, then Eddie, you are a lunatic because <laughs> I've seen Rats <Mallrats> and <laughs> Shannon Doherty is fit in that film.
0: Uh, uh, Eddie weren't doing it, man. He's is he been a faithful guy? He all has. The through? He has? So there's it track, uh, track two
1: on there? track two odd yield, Faithful.
0: Okay. As in yeah, like I don't Oath. think it's about that. No, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: haven't thought about that track for a number of years. <laughs> another one on the live bucket list, but uh, yeah, this is another one I've never seen live. Um I had this pegged before going back to the album this week as yeah, yeah. the weakest track on the album.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we will go back to uh,
0: the weakest the r- real track as well. Yeah, the weakest yeah, real track. Yeah, yeah. We
1: don't include bugs. No, if no, I've no. alluded to a track before, yeah, the track yeah, I was yeah. alluded to was bugs. Mm-hmm, I don't count mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. it's a sense. brain fart. Yeah, yeah it's a brain fart at worst and a tongue in cheek statement at best. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the riff's got a got a lot going on there. It's a guttural riff, it, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it deserves a better song. If we if we ever do if we go on to do this for ten years and we <laughs> ever do um not post orgasmic chill stoosh by skunk and nancy okay that is the biggest flawed masterpiece of all time it gets off to the biggest false start ever yeah the f- opening two tracks are just. They don't even begin to prepare you for what follows. It's just, you you would turn off at that point. <laughs> and then the penultimate track is a track called Milk Is My Sugar. And Skin does this incredible guttural howl yeah. in the middle of it. And the
0: underlying riff is
1: raw. It's like a cheese grater across your knuckles. It's just a thing. What's of, the song called? It's Milk Is My Sugar.
0: Okay, I'll drop that in here. And
1: both post. of those just deserve a far superior song. Okay, okay. Than they get. And I kind of think that with this, to be fair, the bit that doesn't sit right with me in the rest of the album, or we're going on to a track later on, that um, with regards to abstract lyrics is, I hold up against any other Pearl Jam track that exists. Uh uh Um, And a lot of this movement was all about abstract lyricism. And that was um, a big, again, we go back to Cobain, was a big... One of his big criticisms of Pearl Jam was how derivative they were of other things. <laughs> and <laughs> I
0: think this... Do you this think that was unnecessary? It was unnecessary, wasn't it? Do you think that... Do you think Eddie was constantly striving for Kurt's... Um, not respect, but his, his vindication? He's like... Yeah, okay. You are legitimate. I
1: think this what the what this album is in a big way. There's as we've talked about very few uh very few solo we talked about before we started recording. Yeah. Um the lack of solos. Yeah. And the one thing that could be construed as a solo is the little bridge in Not For You.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know if
1: you were angling at the same thing because we didn't really touch upon that. But yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah, The little right, bit yeah.
1: in Not For You, the, the bit where McCready really shines on this album. Again, it's the 4-4 four, four structure. It's yep. There's the real hook in there with the riff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the theme of the lyrics and the refrain just stands completely opposite to that. Yeah, And I think the, um, the, the one part of it that can be construed as a solo, the bridge in that song, is kind of part of that. It's like, conventionally, this is what a casual fan of this band might expect
2: mm-hmm. and
1: hope for. And I think that's what the kind of solo in there represents
0: yeah i kind of get it i don't know it's i don't know i just think it's uh, it's just the change that they were going through they just i think eddie i I can imagine him just sitting there Mm. when they were recording just no leave that out Mm. no leave that out leave that out that's too um not too mainstream but it's too you know, it's to that kind of stuff that they were maybe known for before, or anything.
1: Well, it's the um, it's the whole abstract nature of uh, of the lyrics. It's it's so open to interpretation.
0: I, I don't imagine that recording this album was a pleasurable experience for the band. That's the impression I get.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Stone Gossard said similar in interviews. I don't oh, know yeah. if that's something that's shared between. Uh, okay, yeah. I could be doing him a disservice there. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it's th- the instrumental break in this. It's just it's so out of kilter mm-hmm. to so much of it. It's the um, it's the I'll never suck Satan's dick, yeah. and it kind <laughs> of breaks there. Yeah, and it's it like that is such a clunky metaphor yes. compared oh, to the God, rest yeah. of the album. Yeah, that kind of I can't escape that. It's like this, that's kind of my appraisal of this as the worst track on the album.
0: Yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. track
1: proper on the album kind of hinges on that. It's okay. the all never sucks. It's so base, it's so sub forty one, blink one eight two. Don't you think just
0: that's <laughs> the whole point? Do you think that's Eddie's thing though? That's why it's there. Like oh, it's I out mean, there. Yeah. Could yeah. that
1: be could that be a reference to Ticketmaster like we touched on before? Maybe. Yeah, who knows. Could he have just thrown that in there for emphasis? Satan and that's is what?
0: just the evil of the record company conglomerate. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: That was that was kind of what I thought. Yeah. Uh. It's just so out of place. Again, if they played it, if I saw them next week and they played this live, I'd probably pop
0: because I've never seen it. Because you've never seen it before, yeah, that but, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: but yep. Yeah, um, one point for the riff. Minus one point for Shannon Doherty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, right. Track eleven. It's the only song on. Uh music that's got a little star by it. So that obviously means it's been downloaded a lot of times, or streamed a lot of times. Yeah, Um, People have heard this. If you've heard this album, you've heard this song, this is the other one that completes my top three. Oh no, actually, there's four. I've just realised. What While the intro comes in as well, in the last episode of the podcast, we talked about this song um, with Gibbo there. This song was on uh, Pearl Jam, live in Atlanta, I think BBC played the concert, and man, I always thought that version was so superior to this. I was really let down when I heard this, actually, than the live version. I've got a story about that. Can you remember that? It was like, was it Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Waiting, Still a good song. Clock,
2: it's it's got to stop, tell you, take no more. She her we'll, um,
0: we'll talk a bit, I'll I'll bump it up when it kicks in. I'll let it just play in low while we um Yeah, good song. Main song of the album. Uh, no, sorry, you said right This is the mm. other one, which is on their most players. Seventh most yeah, ever, apparently. Yeah,
1: and I see why. It's an anthem. Yeah. It's an absolute anthem. Written pre... Pre-Pearl Jam. Pre-Pearl Jam. Ed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: allegedly about um, his mum's relationship with his stepfather. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, she dreams in colours, she dreams in red. Okay. The colour of love.
0: Yeah. Um
1: does yeah. she want love that badly she lies and says she's in love with him yeah. but she's waiting and watching the clock it's it's so open to interpretation yeah. but yet so straightforward and yeah. ambiguous as well
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. like Powerful. you say Powerful. the
1: live versions are just killer and I've seen them three times and never seen them. do, do they
0: kill it down oh well here we
1: go here we, here we go, go.
0: It's absolutely, so catchy,
1: absolutely. <laughs> to the point where Ed didn't want to record it, didn't because d- it was too commercial.
0: Didn't um, is the producer who did versus Brendan said, O'Brien? Yeah, yeah, said to him, "That's a single. That's yeah. a hit single." And, and immediately he was like, "No, right, it's not going on the album." He was going
1: to give it to Slater, Kenny.
0: Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then. Mm is the same producer on this album, yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Okay, and then he, he purposely didn't bring it up or he didn't say anything about it because yeah. he wanted it on the album. Yeah. But he knew if he said anything about it, Eddie would be like, yeah. "No, that's take it off, take it off." Absolute anthem, <laughs> very straightforward,
1: unambiguous. ambiguous. Yeah, thematically doesn't fit in with the rest of the album, but such a killer, killer song. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, untrue. Um, like you say, the live versions are just incredible. Now I've seen so I've seen so many live versions where. Ed plays the intro really, really slow. Yes. And the crowd sings the first verse and the first chorus, and then he uh, sings okay, after it yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the yeah. first time I saw them do it live, again, uh-huh. it was in Manchester. I've seen them three times in Manchester. And it was the first night of the European tour. Mm-hmm. And I think they played it second in the encore. And okay. the crowd that night was dead.
0: Oh, Really? And Ed knew it, yeah. and he sung it all was, the way through. Was it due to the set list? Or?
1: It was a populist set list, shall we say. Okay, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I just I, I didn't get a, the best vibe from the crowd that night. I, I've, it's been a few times I haven't got a great vibe from the crowd at Manchester. I don't know what it yeah. is. I saw The Cure in fift- 16 okay, in November. Yeah. No way, yeah. And... It was weird. It was just a weird, weird night. I, I can I b- imagine i be, be here for ten minutes if I go into the details, yeah. but it was just a weird night from top to bottom, uh-huh. and came away so disappointed. Really, really disappointing.
0: Uh, with but the whole experience. Yeah, yeah, whole experience. But that yeah. first, that
1: first night in Manchester, Ed sung from beginning to end, and they played. I'll say the album version. It was abbreviated version of the live version because yes. live, they are playing. A long jam at the end, and they're tagging mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the that's beats. Right. Uh, save it for later. Which
0: yeah, obviously, just I've heard that. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, that night, it was just flat as a pancake. The next night we saw them. They opened with a killer one, two, three. They opened with "Go Animal" and "Hail Hell." And then Ed took the mic and he said, um, "He says we're three songs in." He says and I can see you guys have already got more energy than all the bankers and accountants that must have came last night
2: (laughs) oh man
0: he's sticking it to
1: the man all the time (laughs) well they they closed that night with Better Man and he played the opening chords (laughs) and honest to God band was silent Ed was silent and the roof came off the place it was absolutely incredible they played the save it for later version it must have gone 11-12 minutes it was a Properly okay, religious yeah. experience, absolutely <laughs> incredible. This song doesn't fit on this album at all. I don't care. I love it. It's a pop song. It, it is. is a pop it is. song.
0: It is a pop song. It is. It's, it's the yeah. most poppy thing on the album. By a mile. By a mile. Single and chorus. Yeah. Everything, everything. Yeah. First
1: yeah. chorus. Verse. Um, love and relationships theme. Yeah. It's. Doesn't matter. It's perfect.
0: And so after that, we go to one of the other interludes. Yeah. Oh no. <sighs> I mean, I can leave this playing in the background. Um, the the last gig before we've recorded that I could see online um, at Pearl Jam played. They opened with this. Okay. Yeah.
1: Could it have be been on a tape, on a loop, as they walked on because like a, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: of course. That's what yeah. yeah um yeah. Uh, from this album they played four songs. Um you could probably guess them straight off the yep. top of the bat. Yep. Nothing Man, Better Man, Immortality, yeah, not for you with a four songs. Okay. Yeah, no cordial actually. No yeah, caudal. Yeah. I'd have put caudal. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just this. What is it? It's just palate cleanser it is. again.
1: Yeah, it's an interlude. Yeah. It's not meant to be any more than it is.
0: To be fair, if they wouldn't have had that in, is that that's without that, that'd be an absolute cracking one, two punch on the album. A better man into what we're going to actually get next. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's you know a what what I mean? lot
1: to say about what I perceive. As a cassette owner who didn't have Hey Foxy Mop <laughs> and Dumb mama that's me for X number of years to the closer. This yeah. is the the album closer.
0: Okay,
2: right. And what a closer. Here we go.
0: <laughs> That's that way. that down. Honestly, if you want to take something away from this album, listen to this. Do yourself a favour and sit down and listen to this song because it's a it's a good it's a good one.
1: This is top yeah. two, top two, possibly number one.
0: This this is the one I forgot about when I said there's my three, yeah. and then I, I forgot about this. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Okay, my question to you. Yeah. Because this is the debate.
0: Yeah. Is it about Kurt? Yes. I think it is. Without, I agree. I think. Without, I agree. Without a shadow of a doubt. I wish
1: I didn't for the sake of. Yeah. The next ten minutes of discussion, but yeah. I
0: agree one hundred percent. Yeah, because it's, it's got to be. It's it's got to be really. Eddie can, go on about how it's not how it was reinforced. Maybe it was. I don't know. But there's so much that ties in. So much. There's so much that ties in. I imagine you've got some notes there which you're going to oh. hit now about this. Oh, but literally.
1: Well, apparently they played it live before Kurt died. Okay. Who's to say not with different
0: lyrics? (laughs) Yeah. Because there's
1: so much that hits. I mean, aside from anything else, Cobain was the master abstract lyricist. Yes. And this is the most lyrically abstract entry in Pearl Jam's canon.
0: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's
1: so open to interpretation. It's definitely about suicide. To vacate. Vacate. Yeah. Um... A truant, truant Mm -hmm. finds home, someone leaving what they're supposed to do. That, Uh to me, it's all about suicide. There's three points that hit it about Kurt for me. You've got uh, the cigar box on the floor
0: in the lyrics. Yep, yep, yep. Which
1: was obviously found to save Kurt's suicide. Um, Two bits. One is my take, completely my take. And the other is my. Teenage thriftiness, so to speak, <laughs> is what I've always taken from this song. Um, vengeance has no place so near to her, uh-huh. to me. That's a that's a criticism, of Kurt. That's a shot, of Kurt. So near to her is yeah. that Francis Bean.
0: He's like saying, "You've left your little girl You've behind." Left, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Is that Ed's parting shot at Kurt?
0: Maybe not. Maybe not, but hey, after all the shots that Kurt had taken. Yeah, Yeah.
1: very possibly, very possibly. And then the other lyric, again, we go back to, I don't recognise until I do that, hey, Foxy, my panda mama, that's me, is part of this album. By the same rationale, Mm -hmm. I had no concept of the last track. The hidden track of "In Utero," yes, um, because it wasn't on the tape version. That's correct. Gallons of rubbing alcohol through flow, the
0: strip, through the strip. Running
1: yeah. the hook in the choruses. There's a trapdoor in the sun, and this is to me the last track on this album, which is the first sort of grunge. Again, we're using that word, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. first grunge That's album released all. after Kurt died, and the last track on his last studio album, for me. Mm-hmm. Taking gallons out of the equation is all yes. apologies, and there's the refraining that in the sun I feel as warm, yeah, and there's a trap door in the sun, yeah, yeah and there's yeah. a way out, yeah. So for me, it's all about that.
0: And then, how, oh, yeah, the way out, yeah. yeah, that's the way out.
1: Take the lyrics out, yeah, 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 instrumentally, yeah, beautiful song. How do you follow indifference as an album closer? There was say, I love indifference, oh, that's king like, of the album f- yeah. closes. They went, um, release yeah indifference yeah how do you follow yeah yeah uh how do you follow that how i'm a big believer on
0: leaving your last song yeah. on the album being a yeah. like that kind of melancholic kind yeah. of
1: immortality yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. does it yeah. i was going to say what i had down here is it was the last classic pearl jam al- album closer which it is
0: is that right yeah
1: asterix here I was going to say to kind of (laughs) embellish that that if you were curating if I Uh was curating a four disc album compilation yeah um, of Pearl Jam those would be the only three album closes on it the first three album closes yeah yeah. I did kind of think afterwards of uh, Avocado with the self-titled album Inside Mm -hmm. Job Mm -hmm. uh, penned by Mike McCready I'd get that on there as well yeah but it's definitely second tier compared yeah. to the top two yeah, of those yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. gets on there, but yeah. it doesn't touch these. they they followed in difference there. Although it's not the album closer as per the track listing, I consider the next one a hidden track. Um, it was on there for reasons not related to the formation of this album. So, yeah, Immortality, greatest Pearl Jam song ever. It's in the discussion. Ooh.
0: It's quite a quite a statement there actually as well. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely in the discussion, really thinking in mine, yeah, top five. I've had a couple of drinks now, I've had a couple of pink gin and lemonades. Are we yeah. coherent at this point? Yes, completely. Coherent? Right, and speaking Is there of, any more speakers in the vicinity. <laughs> speak any more booze? In the vicinity. I've got another you want oh. Do you want a gin and lemonade? Yeah. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. We'll pause. We've got this. one more track to go. We've got one We've on. done We've got it to one more hell. track and a uh, discussion. Hang on, I'll be right back with you after this the door, in the door, with okay, so we've um I've replenished your glass. you got something to get you through this last um should we say a homage to um, Revolution Nine by the Beatles? Mm. Do you think it could be a, a bit, a bit like that?
1: Who's Yoko Ono in this story? <laughs>
0: <laughs> God knows. Well, I call Jack Irons. <laughs> we'll say um, Shannon Doherty. <laughs>
1: Oh, don't. Don't, it's late. I've been drinking.
0: <laughs> okay, right. I'm going to go
1: home and watch Bull Rats.
0: <laughs> and that film has aged
1: so badly. No,
0: go and watch the reboot of Giant Silent Bob. Do it. Oh, the Honestly, first one was so bad. Just do it. Watch first it. one was Did you so not enjoy bad. it? No, Blight cash uh, yeah, and Cashing. Yeah, i
1: Watch that. Will Ferrell do Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Will Ferrell doing in yeah, that film? Yeah,
0: it's... Um, Will Ferrell... Oh, God. Yeah. A
1: federal Wild Heart... Oh, <sighs>
0: Yeah, I've got, i lovely.
1: rewatched uh More Rats very recently, uh, mm-hmm. while doing the ironing because I know how to have a good time. <laughs> as you know. I see. Oh, I worship that film around two thousand and oh, it's yeah. not good.
0: Uh, no. It is not good. See, when, when me and you first um hung out, drank together, that kind of thing, you're a big Kevin Smith guy. Yeah. I'm a big Ke- into your rats, big into your I'm clerks, big into
1: a- I'm a clerks man. I'm a chasing Amy man. Mm-hmm. I'll still hang my hat on dogma to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.
1: Beyond that, it has not aged well at all. No, you give not. it up, Kev. <laughs> 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 give it up. What was. Oh, I'll tell you what was all right. Yeah. It was on Netflix. Um, I'd completely given up the ghost long before. But uh, Zach Amiri was okay.
0: I haven't seen it. Okay. No, I haven't seen okay. it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, Right. That's that's my critique. It was okay.
0: Talking of not okay, this is the track which eluded um, you for nearly a decade. Yeah, on your, yeah, uh, your same copy of Vitology. Uh,
1: these are Virgin ears coming to this track. It's <laughs>
0: hey, I tell you what. With headphones as well, this is a bit of a thing. I'm guessing. So this I spin.
2: right. I spin. right. <laughs>
0: Seven hours, sorry, seven hours, seven minutes, thirty seconds of this.
1: This would be good on the intro <laughs> tape. The God. walkout music.
0: Let this play for three minutes. Oh, to clear out the venue. Yeah. Well, <laughs> get them on stage. Let's oh, get them on stage. Well, yeah. I don't know. To open
1: with corduroy.
0: Incredible. I just. I t- I'm gonna skip it here a little bit. I mean, what are we going for here? We've got seven and a half minutes of. What are they? These like psycho patients, psycho hospital patients. Talking stock footage, stock yeah. recordings. I'd imagine of
1: yep over a jam. It's a hidden track.
0: Yeah, it is, it isn't a it? Yeah. Track.
1: Um, word is um, that Jack Irons is involved in this somehow. and the album was in the can with Dave Brazziezy, then he was gone, and they recruited Jack Irons and they wanted him represented in some way, shape, or form. And
0: oh, really? Yeah.
1: So Man. I've read saw of red you know the old adage if it's on the internet it must be true
0: well of course yeah of course yeah um, um, I'm happy to go with that yeah it's I'd, 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 I don't know even back then now any time it's just yeah um, it's just seven and a half minutes it's an oddity yeah um, I'm looking at the expanded edition of okay. this album as well um, it comes with three other tracks um, right. Which are uh, songs that are already on the album. We've got a Better Man guitar and organ version. Okay. Um, which is basically the same intro, isn't it? I'd imagine there's no guitars coming on that one. Uh, probably the more interesting one uh, would be the corduroy alternate take, which has a different intro.
1: Hearing this for the first time. This is interesting considering how radically different I perceive having returned to this album, the studio take, yeah. and subsequent live versions are. Yeah,
0: the voices in the intro and the garlic guitar bit. And then it's more or less the same, yeah? Yeah.
2: yeah. And not then, enough to getting excited bit, yeah,
0: and then the third one is a is a demo version of nothing Man. so you know we've, we we know what we've got there, definitely, good song in closing uh where do you place this in the pearl jam lineage
1: definitely top
0: three, top three,
1: probably not number one,
0: no. We've discussed this years ago, and mm. we're like, this definitely the per- best Pearl Jam album. <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of
1: there in my more rambunctious yeah, kind of yeah, early 20 yeah, days, yeah, 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 yeah. again
0: before the prefrontal
1: <laughs> cortex kicked on. Yeah, I know, um, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, top three, <laughs> it fights it out with no code for number two. Okay. They they interchange on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Again going back to the start. We didn't do verses because take glorified GO to the equation.
0: That's and your number it's 1.
1: Fairly flawless.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, c- I could pick some holes, but we'll, we'll we might get into that another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we might we could get into that light. Um but yeah, No Code you put putting up there? Yeah. Yeah, No
1: Code definitely okay, top 3. Yeah, definitely yeah. 2 or 3. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It is uh it's anathema to a lot of people, but for me, ten number four at best.
0: It's if got I the crowd pleasers. It's got the you know initial album big songs. Yeah, um, but yeah, second half is weak. I, uh, th- as we said earlier, the close is good. Mm. Um, porch, I like oceans, um, garden. Yeah. So oh, the one the one thing I have about that is. When I, I never owned a copy of 10. The, Vitalogy mm. was the first Pearl Jam act- album I actually owned physically. Um, and I, like, you know, had a copy of, of somebody else's. Sorry. Okay. Um, and I recorded it in the way I liked the songs okay. on 10. So my track listing is, I think, Oceans is four on on my copy Ooh. of it. Yeah, which the, <laughs> I haven't listened to that in years. But, yeah, yeah. you know. I, I need to see this track <laughs> listing. No, I don't think I've got the track list in there. Th- this
1: is another. This is another <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: and I'm sure indifference. I've still got last on it, but hey, I don't know. Okay. Um, um, not indifference, sorry. Um, yeah. Is yeah. uh, that release? But yeah, release. Yeah. That's romance, I meant. Sorry. Yeah. I was.
1: I never really took too deep until I saw it live. It See, was I, always, I always liked deep. Oh, oh, yeah. live it, 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 it. Yeah, I always liked yeah, deep. It registers yeah. live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah yeah I kind of thought piss break when they announced it live <laughs> and then it stopped being my tracks
0: so yeah top three I'd, I'd agree with that I'll put it in the top three it's, it's a good album yeah it, I'd say
1: flawed masterpiece out of ten out of ten for me oh
0: god and man see I think that's ridiculously high but yeah I'd go with a solid 7 yeah I mean
1: it's got a consistent atmosphere the lack of solos the production it's profound it's flawed but it's got this intangible where it all feels like with the exception maybe of well definitely of bugs yeah Thematically, maybe if Better Man, but I give it a pass because it's such a solid, solid song.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: such a classic song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm understating it there. But there's an intangible feeling throughout the album that it all belongs together. The thing that I can really compare it to is um, Melancholy by the Pumpkins. There's something going on there that I can't even put into words, but you've got zero. Love, yeah. uh, they only come out... Yeah. How do those songs belong on yeah. the same album together? That's but quite true, actually. Do. There's a lot and of songs on that that's kind of what the best art is. It's like you can't explain why it works, it just mm. does. And this is flawed in the very same way Just kind of go to melancholy a lot of people say well if they cut it down to one album it's a stonewall classic but if they cut it down to one album and lose the warts it loses what it's got yeah and this is the same you lose the interludes you lose bugs uh, spin the black circle i can pick holes in tremor christ you've picked holes in and yeah. i don't necessarily disagree with the criticisms yeah. there yeah. so there's part of Satan's bed I don't particularly get along with.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but on the whole, it could be the nostalgia talking because it came along at a certain time and it was a certain holistic package. But it's a 9.5 and a lot of people would call it the shit i will die on.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Last exit through Corduroy, pig, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Warts and all. Yes, it's good,
0: it's good, uh, it's good, it's good. good. Um Take a look, take a look at Instagram, look for me, personal uh, personal jukebox podcast, have a look on Facebook, the same, follow it, leave a review, even if you think it's crap, just leave a review, a five star review, and just say your bad things in that. It all adds, you know, it's all Mm -hmm. good stuff. Um apologies for the alcoholic slurs. No, it's good. It, it adds it adds atmos.
1: But notice we haven't uh, we haven't referenced any brands, any breweries, so we <laughs> we are flat out pimping for sponsorship <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, We're flat out way. pimping for sponsorship. <laughs> any craft ale bodies out there want to sponsor I'm a big cider s- fan. B- We've got to do Scum by Napalm Death, haven't we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I don't think I can do it, (laughs) That was the most left-field turn here. I don't know where that came from. Right.
0: Now, this is what I'm asking people at the end of this. Pick me a song, any song to play us out. Any song to play us out. any song at all. Go for it. As long as it's on Apple Music, you're a winner. You're in there.
1: Danger High Voltage by Electric Six.
0: Okay, I'm with you. Right, nice one boy. Thank you very much. Good lad for joining me here. You'll be back again, I take it. I shall? Yes, good stuff. I'm gonna well I don't think I need to twist his arm, but we're gonna I'm gonna try and get him to do okay computer with me, next. Yeah. Salt to the man on the left. <laughs> okay, right. Thank you very much, cheers for listening. See you later. It's
2: my desire. It's my desire. It's my It's my desire It's my desire